open up my drawer and just kind of go <laughs> choose your weapon wisely. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or I'll grab mine and then just <laughs> I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome. This is Love, Sass and Grass, and I'm your host, Laura Hamilton. I'm a certified cannabis educator, and this podcast is to help women and couples have honest conversations about menopause, libido, and how to be a knowledgeable cannabis consumer. This podcast is meant for adults only. We will be discussing cannabis use. Please respect the laws of your local jurisdiction. Listener discretion is advised. I've called this episode Boxed In with Toy Guy. <laughs> there we go. And I've been I've been really bragging. I've been like calling up my friends saying, oh, I can hardly wait till you listen to this episode because I'm going to be interviewing a really interesting toy guy. And uh, without further ado, I really want to introduce everyone to you because I know your first name is Carl, but I don't know what your last name is. Last name is Mallory. Mallory. Carl, mm-hmm. thank you so much. Thank you so much for, for being here. I, I'm so excited, really excited to talk to you for one, for a couple of reasons. One, because it's Black Friday and you there must be some sort of, you must be going crazy with well, the sales. Funny. The funny thing is, is that I actually just uh, received like an order of a hundred vibrators. Um, so it's one specific one that a buddy and I like ordered and we've, it finally came in. We were expecting it like the second week of December. So that was pretty stoked. So it's like the rose like 2.0. I know your listeners aren't going to be able to see this, but can you see it? Yeah. You've got to talk to me about that. Cause I think I've seen that on uh, your Instagram. Yeah. It so is this really so- pretty. So this particular one has the rose and everybody knows what the rose does, right? Which is like vibrate, sucks on your clip with like pleasure air technology. But then it also has this other piece here that you see down here. here. Yeah. And that right there is like a little small dildo and it thrusts back and forth. Like it's like, okay, it's like I have a, not like heard of this motion. suction technology before. You have or you have not? I have not. I have not. Really? Really? No, I, you know what? I guess I'm just like, really, oh, I've got my WeVibe and I haven't really expanded into any new toys lately. Oh, so when gotta, I saw that gotta. rose, I was like, yeah. oh, look, it's in the shape of a rose and it looks yeah. so cute and pretty. I got you covered. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so toys like that is called Air Pulse. Some people say Air Pulse, Air Pleasure Technology. I want to say approximately came out or at least hit the scene about three years ago. And uh, one of the first companies that kind of introduced that uh, type of technology was Womanizer. Then from Womanizer came Satisfier. And then every other company started following suit. So what ended up happening is, is this Rose toy went viral and the rest is history. And I ended up having customers come to me about it. So I ended up doing my research, got my hands on it because I really like to carry a good quality product. And then the rest is history. And I've just been selling them left and right. But like they have a rose, they have a penguin. At one point in time, they had a squirrel. Um, they have something <laughs> called the sucky ducky uh, that comes in the color of yellow and pink, <laughs> yellow or pink, I should say. So, yeah, so it, it's a lot of different toys out there. Sucky ducky. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my God. Uh, I was going to choke on that for sure. <laughs> oh, and I bet people have. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah, like 
and I and I have like a shit ton of toys, like from glass to dildos from like about two, three inches long to like 15, 16 inches long. Um, jelly double dongs, you know, like or I shouldn't say jelly, but double dongs up to like what I want to say, like 18 inches or 20 inches. Like I have vibrators that have like 69, 69 functions, rechargeable toys, one year, three year, five year, 10 year warranties, 15 year warranties on the motors. So yeah. Wow. I'm I'm big. I'm big on getting my customers a good price toy, but also great quality and, and answering any questions they may have. Oh, that's so good that it's long lasting because, you know, I I spent way too much of my dollars on toys that broke like after the second use. And I'm looking at you, silver bullet thing. Those mm-hmm. wires are like the shittiest ever. And, and when I and when I upgraded to a WeVibe, I thought this is the top of my the the vibrator mountain. It's got to be. And then I went onto your site and was like, Laura. You are basically driving around in a Model T Ford, yelling out the window, listen, look at my ride. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, but like it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of sex toys out there now. Sometimes it like blows my mind some of the stuff that they have now. I mean, like all different types of sex machines, body parts, where like what they call fuck me silly dolls, like you name it, like it, it's out there. Yeah. And when um, I was talking to you, um, I was trying to explain what you were explaining to me about what you see coming in like the metaverse Mm -hmm. and how, you know, that toys and the blue uh, blue chip tooth technology are getting so advanced that basically I can see somebody just putting on some sort of mesh on their body. Mm-hmm. And then having having a virtual a VR experience with that. Absolutely, um, absolutely. I could I could see that happening because um I do IT uh, uh in my full time job, so I can definitely see it happening. It's just a matter of companies, you know, like really just fleshing out like whatever issues, um, you know, like really understanding and just honing their skills, and then um, and then just also just honing like the software that could produce that type of pleasurable experience. And I can surely see that probably happening in within the next maybe two to five years tops, if not earlier. Yeah, I'm just thinking of like all of the possibilities for people to indulge in their, you know, intimate fantasy life. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. There are so uh, I was just reading a study actually on couples and whether like the fantasy life we're, we're kind of told that men are the ones that have all of these uh, intense and varied sexual fantasies. And and, um, when it comes right down to it, guys are perfectly okay in a lot of circumstances. And Mm -hmm. I'm hoping you can dispute this. I'm I'm hoping you can tear this down. Uh, According to the study, it said that men would be perfectly happy having sex in the same position time and time again, because they're like, Hey, I'm having sex and this is just fine. And whereas women were like uh, having a fantasy life where it's like, oh, God, not this again. And and just like having like, okay, well, I'm going to have to go to my happy place and then have like whatever kind of kinky ass stuff that's going to get me to where I need to go um, with with this man that's been like doing the wrong thing for 20 years. 
Right. So, so let me just say this, whoever wrote it, researched it, whatever you want to say should just stop altogether. I know tons of men who do not want to have sex in the same position. Hell, I've been married for nine years and I do not want to have sex in the same position. Like I don't, you know, but the key is, is that if you are in a rut or you're constantly doing that same position over and over again, it's communication with your partner. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and, but it's not like, Hey, you keep putting me in the same fucking boring position. You need to switch it up. Let's not hurt people's feelings, right? And plus, like guys like to walk around and be very macho, but in actuality, their egos are very fragile. So, you know, so what normally just happens is you just have a conversation like, hey, babes, or hey, honey, whatever, you know, whatever your, your term of endearment is, and basically just say, hey, I really like this position, but I like it better when you were doing this or when you had me on my side or when you were pulling on my hair or, you know, like, or when I was riding you, like, you know, like that's when I felt as though I was getting ready to climax. I can really feel how big you were, like all that stuff. And when you talk like that, ladies, or I should say uh, Volvo owners, you know, the guys be like, oh yeah, really? You know, like (laughs) stuff like that. So, so it's what you say is how you say it, and you know, and then just go from there. I think with a lot of guys, or at least the guys that might have uh, interviewed for that uh, for that research uh, panel, probably are coming from a perspective of they don't feel as though that they can communicate to their partner for fear of when they do communicate, things will get shut down and then they won't get sex at all. Now, I do know there's tons of guys that are in that particular situation where it's like, Hey, even if I tell her that she can't really suck dick and I can say it in the nicest way, like I probably won't get my, I probably won't get my dick sucked for like six months to a year. That's one of the things that kind of scare a lot of guys. Gotcha. So they can't, so they can't necessarily be upfront and honest, but again, the way to do that is to say, Hey, if I'm not pleasing you, like I always tell guys, take the onus on yourself, right? Which is one of when you're talking to your partner, say, hey, if I'm not pleasing you, please let me know. You're not going to hurt my feelings or anything like that, but let me know because my ultimate goal is to actually please you. And then also ask for that in return. Be like, hey, if you're not pleasing me, you know, is it okay that I tell you, you know, but we all speak within like a respectful manner. I'm not going to say like, oh my God, you're the fucking worst. Like, get out of here. I'm going to get another, I'm going to get another woman. Like, don't do that right? That's grounds to get fucked up. But at the end of the day, what you want to do is, is just, you know, communicate, you know, talk nicely, but then more importantly, try to get your point across and then you should be able to go from there. Absolutely. And, and when I first uh, talked to you, you were, you were really mentioning some things that in terms of women making men feel comfortable in disclosing this thing. It's disclosing their fantasies that really made me step back and go, Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah, Of course. Right. Like we live in a world right now where, where, where like ladies have a lot of women empowerment, right. They can be sexually open. Now, some people may agree with me. Some people may disagree with me, but from my lens, right. Or at least, you know, where I am here in the United States, I see a lot of ladies that are, you know, like open sexually in swinger environments, like you name it, polyamorous relationships, you name it. You know, if they say they're bisexual, pansexual, demisexual, whatever it is, it's celebrated. But for men, not so much. We're still stuck in like the 1920s, right? Where it's just like a man, you know, like the only type of pleasure we can quite possibly have is penis 
and vagina, you know what I'm saying, like pleasure or with our hands, so to speak. And then in a lot of cultures, it's more so like that's even taboo. So, you know, and as, as guys, we have to realize that we can take pleasure in our own hands and we don't have to have a, you know, a, a vulva on around us in order to experience pleasure. Now, with that being said, a lot of guys are just very quiet and very secretive in what they like for fear of they're going to be labeled as gay, for fear of being labeled as they're weird, um, for fear of just, you know, like just not being an alpha male, right? And in all three of those instances, it's incorrect. It's more so this person wants to experience pleasure at the you know highest possible rate. And my whole thing is, is that in order to try to create that environment, like I was telling you before, two things need to happen. One, men need to create a safe space for women, which is, you know, whatever she's into, it shouldn't matter. If she wants to bring a vibrator to the bedroom, it shouldn't matter. Like your ego should not get in a way where you feel as though this sex toy is going to actually replace you shouldn't be that way at all, right? Secondly is, is that ladies should create a safe space for men because at the end of the day, we don't really have that safe space to actually open up sexually. Hence why you have a lot of guys that are, that are on the DL and do a lot of things like that because they can't be the authentic selves. Even if they just want to take a finger up the ass, right? It'll be, oh my God, this person's gay. They're gay forever, right? But a lady can actually play with 20 different women you know, and guys and do all types of things and still be heterosexual and walk down the aisle and wear a white dress. Like, you see what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And my thing is, is that it's double standards on both, on both sides. I'm here to tear down the double standards all together. And my thing is, is that if ladies can, can create the help, create that safe space for guys, I think a lot of guys will be more open. And when they become more open and then they figure out what they like and how to please their partners and they become sexually educated, they then become better pleasure partners. I think the reason why a lot of guys are the way they are is because they're not educated sexually. Nine times out of 10, if you ask a guy, what do they like? Break it down to for you. Just the next time you talk to a guy or one of your friends, just say, how do you like your dick, sir? Just say it just like that. They'll be like, well, uh, I mean, um, I just want my dick, sir. It was just like, well, tell me, how do you like it? Right. Do you like, you know, and then and like they'll just be like baffled and don't know how to answer that question. That comes from a person that's not sexually in tune with themselves. They don't know what they like fully. So you can't communicate to a person and what you like. But when you can communicate that and you're not ashamed, then what ends up happening is, is you have that creates that safe space. You guys can enjoy sex. You can enjoy sex separately together. But more importantly, you can go to a whole nother level. So that's my whole thing is, is creating safe space, both vulva owners and penis owners. Oh, uh, absolutely. And here, here. And I am happy to swing a hammer and bring that whip brick wall down because like, <laughs> I'm more than happy to start swinging at that. And that really made me think of my own uh, sexual past, which is uh, long and varied. <laughs> right, same here. But, uh, plus, I'm like old and ancient, right? So I did a lot of my public scandalous behavior before cell phones had phone uh pictures so (laughs) there's no photographic evidence anywhere 
<laughs> right. I got you. <laughs> but and when I think about that, when I am uh, disclosing some of my adventures, I, I know that, you know, my stories are received with, with pleasure. And, mm-hmm. and I think about if a man was telling also these stories, would they get the same sort of, oh, that's, you know, you go girl, the same no. sort of encouragement. It would be like, you're such a dog. <laughs> right. It, it would be that it would be that. Or if a man is just like, you know what? I had the greatest uh, pleasure. I got pegged. Right. Or I tried an anal plug. People. Oh, around yeah, for be, sure. Pe- people would be like, oh, did you know such and such is gay? Oh, my God. I would never do that. This is the third. And it shouldn't be that way. Like true, true, truly, it shouldn't be that way. That, that's interesting because like I, maybe it's like in your experience, because Like all of the guys that I have had encounters with who are younger than me, they were all about ass play. They just, it's just like, yeah. So, so to me, it's like, oh, good. Then the the generation coming up is perfectly happy with exploring their, their anal play. But when I am anywhere near my own generation, it is nothing but homophobia. I can't go like I can barely hold their ass, let alone yeah. play with it. Right. Yeah. I agree with you. And yeah, and like um, and like that's what I see a lot of, too. Like um, like down here in the States, I'm pretty sure you guys have it up in, uh, in Toronto. They have like nude, uh, nude sipping paints. Right. So you have like a male model or sometimes there's a female model, but nine times out of ten, it's a male model. And what they do is, is they open it up to both men and women. And you go to the event and then your guy just gets completely nude. And then, the, you know, folks are there and they're just painting and, and drinking and having a good time. And you literally see men and women there. And when you walk in, you don't see women like giving guys like the side eye and stuff like that or vice versa. It's just like, hey, we just come to look at a naked body, you know, get our you know, voyeur, voyeurism on and or look at big dicks or whatever the case may be and then paint and then hang out with our friends and then call it a night but if that happened in your generation or my generation right everything will be oh my god that's gay i'm never doing that like the slightest things is gay right oh yeah absolutely like the gay panic yeah it just (laughs) it, it just it just gets on my nerves you know and i'm i'm just happy you know, that the younger, you know, that the younger generation is embracing their sexual selves. More importantly, I just want them to be as safe as possible, because while exploring is great, but also protecting yourself is even better. So, yeah, so we definitely got to do it. I just want to see them do a better job with that. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm 100 percent and I'm sorry, but we don't have a sip and paint evening and i want to start having them now that we've got indoor things all i can think about is like that is such a great idea because like having a nude model with a mixed gendered room Mm -hmm. i think really kind of will change everyone's kind of attitude (laughs) and just kind of relax them because like it's a reminder that we're all naked under our clothes, but right. also I think it's visually stimulating. It's like, wow. Right. And then painting whatever you, it's a conversation starter. Right. And what better Absolutely. conversation starter than a, than a big giant dick. Exactly. 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 <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you where else that I thought that was like pretty dope outside of like the paint and sip or oh, this past summer, I ended up going to a new beach. Right. And what was so dope about it was, was that, We've met a group of people out there that we didn't even know. There's actually a group um, that I found on Instagram. So my wife and I, we went out there 
and we just hung out. And the coolest thing was is that because you didn't have any clothes on, everybody was in like their most vulnerable state. And it just forced you to kind of like create a conversation outside of just looking at the person's tits or dick or whatever the case may be. And it was just like some of the most genuine conversations, but everybody was just extremely chill, but everybody was on an even playing field because we all were naked. Like, you yeah. see what I'm saying? So yeah. it kind of like stripped away, like all of the BS things that you would have behind, like jewelry and fancy clothes and stuff like that. And you really got a chance to genuinely meet people, learn who they are and go from there. So I actually thought that was a pretty cool experience, too. So if folks haven't tried that, I think they should. Oh, I'm all about running around naked. I love it. I Me love too. it. Me too. All right, if I could walk around naked and go to work naked, I would. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, it's like minus two right now in Toronto. So I think that that might be a, a yeah, little, that's a no, that's a no that, go for you. That, that's a bit of a nipular situation. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but I think that uh, like the way that you embrace your your sexuality and, and the way that you're pushing for people to be open, people to be mm-hmm. safe is really, really important. And I want to amplify that so, so much. And I want that rose thing like that, that I've never seen the suction toys before that that's like a whole new thing for me. Let's chat. Let's chat after the, uh, after the, uh, yeah, I'm I'm quite, quite intrigued, quite intrigued. And, and I'm really so proud of you because I was uh, of course going through your Instagram and like seeing you at, at business functions and going, yes, exactly. There should be a male entrepreneur who is promoting this stuff. And, and I'm just like, Oh, wait, I'm going to, you know, loud speakers screaming out uh, platinum pleasures. Because it's just like, and you ship to Canada. That's right. Platinum treasures. Yeah, we ship to Canada, ship all over, you know, all over the globe. Wherever these products are accepted, we'll we'll get it to you. It's not a problem from there. But yeah, like I started out, like I think I told you, like I started out as an entertainer or a stripper uh, back in my college days. And then I kind of flipped into or transitioned into selling like uh, sex toys and um it, it, it's been great. And like what I saw was, was just like, at least with my culture, you know, being an African-American male, you know, you quickly saw, you quickly saw where, you know, like these ladies are using these products, but no one was like really educating them. Right. So I'll give you an example. You know, certain companies were offering them lubes, but they were offering them like flavored lubes and things of that nature. Well, if you're if you're a vulva owner and you're sensitive down there, nine times out of 10, the ingredient that's going to set you off is going to be glycerin. Right. Or like parabens or anything like that. So if you're trying to use that type of stuff, it could throw your pH off like a whole bunch, a whole bunch of things. So what I saw was, is like, you know what, I could kind of jump in here. The niche was me being a man on top of learning the product, educating myself on the product, but then making it cool to actually talk about sex because we all do it, right? We all do it. We all enjoy it. But yet we're all hush-hush as it relates to sex. Why? Like totally, why? We we gossip about every other thing, other people's businesses and stuff like that. Why the hell won't we just talk about sex openly? You like double penetration? Whatever, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Like you like big cocks? Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you like, you know what I'm saying? You want to try a threesome or get pegged or whatever the case may be. Like everyone should be open to talk about, you know, like just sex in general. And I think that alleviates 
the taboo-ness of it, but more importantly, people can get educated and they tend not to make some of the mistakes that they're making now, which is having sex without a condom, getting STDs, STIs, having kids early, you know, things like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's not like those sorts of diseases have gone away. Exactly. And and, uh, even though we may have a handle on them, why would you burden yourself with a disease Uh, just out of ignorance? You know, nobody, nobody wants that at all. You also mentioned in our conversation that there was no place to really have guys be naked together and Mm -hmm. appreciate or, or see a naked man without Mm -hmm. being panicked that them being seeing somebody being naked and sexual and swinging around Mm -hmm. a pole, like a female stripper is such a taboo. And I was thinking about that a lot because I have been to a male strip club and I know that it's women only. And I know that the shows are are kind of raunchy and, you know, this, and the women are crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what happens when women Mm -hmm. go in there, but they go nuts. And, and uh, I was, you know, thinking about like why straight guys couldn't go and see naked men because Mm -hmm. women go into strip bars And and I myself have been into a woman. So like comparing the men and the women, I completely understand. Like it's a totally different experience. But at the same time, I think if guys were actually there, that not necessarily, well, maybe married couples, who knows? But I I think that if there were men there, the, the kind of frenzy, like that is some... That's almost like ancient Greek kind of rights when you're there, right? It's like, you know, yeah. if they threw if they threw somebody in the middle of that ring and said, okay, ladies, tear them apart, they would. Right. <laughs> Me personally, it just goes back to like the double standards, right? The patriarchs, you know, like and how they, you know, set things up. You know, women should do X, Y, and Z. Men can do this, can't do that, whatever the case may be. And it's just up to us as a people to just shatter the BS and just be like, Go for what you know, right? If this is what you like or you want to, you know, indulge in, that's fine. As long as we're not hurting kids and animals and women or other people, I should say, have at it. You know, like have at it. But we shouldn't have, we shouldn't sit here and judge anyone, right? And my thing is, is like again, like I said before in our conversation a day or two ago, like ladies can practically go everywhere. They can go. They have their own male reviews where they can watch male entertainment. Men can't go. I, as a man, have we have gentlemen clubs, but ladies can attend. Not a problem at all to watch women. You know, and sometimes like, you know, guys will say, well, why do I want to watch another male? It's not necessarily mean that you're gay. You could just be into voyeurism. You could just like people. You could just like watching naked bodies, which is totally fine. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody has their kinks, their fetishes, their idiosyncrasies. And, you know, and like whatever gets you off, like a lot of people, you know, they get off by just looking at things It's very visual to them. Right. They, I know I have tons of customers that, you know, that are men and they like to watch men get naked. But the thing is, is that they're not attracted to the man. They're not they don't want to have sex with the man. It's just visually pleasing to them. And then they can go home and go do whatever and then go from there. Right. And I just think that people just need to respect people's boundaries, what they're into and go from there, but shouldn't be shocked because if you look in everybody's background or history, 
everybody has done something that's a little weird that someone else will go, really? (laughs) So it is what it is. Oh, God, I have volumes. (laughs) 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 No regrets either. So, you know, and and I think that even maybe a less than pleasant sexual experience, it was still now a really great story Mm -hmm. and a learning experience. And it's just like, well, I know what I'm not going to do again. (laughs) And that's what I tell people when you play with sex toys and you get to learn your body, you really start to learn, like, what do you like, what you don't like, what you're willing to try, what you're not willing to try, or at least try everything once. And if it's something you don't genuinely like, you don't like. But then what happens is, is that you become much more educated, right? So even in the bedroom and you're working with a partner. So let's just, I'm going to use you for an example. Let's just say you and I meet and we decide and we decide to have sex with one another. Although you and I haven't had a long-term relationship of knowing each other, but because of your sexual experiences and because of my sexual experiences, we can get into a bedroom and probably within a few minutes kind of figure out what each other likes. Like you see what I'm saying? Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Because we have the experience. Open up my my drawer and just kind of go, <laughs> choose your weapon wisely. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Or I'll grab mine and then just. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I challenge you to a duel. (laughs) (laughs) And and one of the tips that you had is like making sure you don't uh, screw up your power cords because so many toys, like there's not a universal USB that they use and it drives me crazy. It drives me nuts too. Or they don't on the actual charger, put a label and or uh, like inscribe like their company's logo on it so that you know. Or color coded, like if it's yeah, orange, exactly. Cord is orange. So let me just give that tip uh, for the folks that's listening in. When you buy a sex toy and that sex toy is rechargeable and it comes with a cord, what I advise is: is do you guys have WalMarts in? Um, in yeah, Canada? yeah, we do. So you can go to Walmart or like or like a dollar store or anything like that, and you can get like these little like string tag labels or like the ones where you can kind of kind of like uh, put them together and they kind of stick together. And what I normally do is I just write the name of the actual toy and then the name of the company. Then I kind of put that string tag on the actual charging cord and then I just wrap it up. So after I'm finished charging, right, you know, I store away all of my charging cords separately from my sex toys. But if I end up having a Lovins or a Satisfier or a WeVibe, then I'm just looking through my cords and, oh, there's the Wii vibe, you know, whatever. Yeah. Then I can connect it, go from there. That way you don't have five cords. You don't know what the hell they go to or 20 cords or if you're anything like me, a couple hundred cords and sex toys. And you're like, I have no clue what this goes to. Yeah. <clears throat> and I thought that that was a brilliant idea because yep. they come in a bag of a hundred. And I'm like, if that's going to be a New Year's resolution, it would be like, I'm going to use all of these tags. Right. And then I'll, <laughs> I'll share another tip, too, is, is that if you're still stuck in prehistoric times, I'm not judging you. But if you have a toy that actually has batteries, it's always best to when you're finished playing is to take the batteries out of the toy. Because what ends up happening is, is the longer you leave the batteries in the toy, then the batteries can end up exploding or causing corrosion around the terminals. And once battery acid gets on like the terminal, the battery terminal, the toy is done. There is no way to revive it or anything like that. That's a good tip. That's a good tip. God, 
I haven't used a battery operated toy in forever just because of that very reason. And that very thing happened to me because I'm like, how did this like, what the hell is this now? And like, oh, battery (laughs) acid everywhere. If I'm going to put that near my genitals now. No, exactly. Exactly. No. So, yeah. So So those are some of the uh, tips that I would share. Others would be is definitely clean your toys as soon as you get them. You know, some people say use soap and water. I always advise that you should use toy cleaner. Um, you know, let your sex toys air dry as opposed to taking like a like a cloth or anything like that and kind of drying it off. Then you kind of get like lint and stuff like all over like the toy. That yeah. can be a problem. Also cross cross contamination of bacteria, depending on what sort of cloth that you're using. Yes, absolutely. 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 Air dry your toys. Air dry your toys. (laughs) Yeah. Like there's a ton of tips out there. So yeah, definitely air drying your toys, charging up your toys when you're finished playing, recharge them. So then when you go back to use them again, they're fully charged. Yeah. Like, um, and definitely, you know, like store them away properly. So not in your sock drawer or anything like that. Try to get little silk bags and put yes, them in. Yes. I saw the, the, I saw the bags and I thought, yeah. of course, because, okay, at least with the Wii Vibe, it comes with its own little stand. Right. Mm-hmm. But some of the toys yep. they're, they're not, you're not going to have a stand <clears throat> large enough for, for, for the, for the, toy to charge properly so mm-hmm. yeah having um storing them in a nice little silk bag was that silk yeah. that you put that toy in yes yeah, silk or satin and don't they deserve a home like that <laughs> absolutely they do. Absolutely. <laughs> and, yeah. and oh yeah absolutely treating your toys well why shouldn't you and <laughs> i have to say the gold sparkly toy oh my goodness oh, i you love talk, the- are you talking you talking about the anal plug Yes. The one that's on your Instagram page. I was like, Mm -hmm. what? That is gorgeous. First of all, it's so sparkly. It's so bling. And I'm like, oh, my, my, my. What would you say to uh, toys in the Santa sack? What would your be? What would be your recommendation for a kind of wow toy other than that uh, gem of a butt plug? It all, it all depends on the actual person, right? So I will say for my vulva owners that like clitoral stimulation, I would say the Rose or practically any air pulse technology toy like the Womanizer Duo. Like you, if you're not cost conscious and, and money is really not an issue, then the Womanizer Duo is definitely a really good toy. If you're cost conscious, then I would say like the Rose or like the Satisfier Penguin. Um, you know, like that's, you know, a good product. If you're into like Bluetooth, then I would either do like the Wii Bob lines of toys. You can't go wrong there. But the only thing is, is that they have, they their vibration is very soft because their silicone is soft, right? Yeah. So by the silicone being soft, the vibration is soft and it's not as intense. But if you're looking for like harder, like silicone, or I should say firmer with a stronger vibration, then I would I would recommend like um like the edge if you're a guy for like prostate uh play the hush um like the hush what is it I think it's the hush three now or um so yeah by Lovins those um they make very strong vibrators as well if you're into glass then you really can't go wrong with glass toys you know there's a lot of various different versions so those those are some of the ones that I would recommend there um, I'm so yeah. scared of using glass just because I'm such a klutz. Here's the thing. I'll I share some information with you. 
the glass toys that we sell is actually made out of, I think it's called borsillic glass. I could be pronouncing that wrong, so forgive me, everyone. But it's actually very durable glass. So the likelihood of you like dropping it and breaking it, slim to none. So I get a lot of customers that'll say, oh, no, I don't want to use glass because I'm afraid it might break in my vagina or like my ass, right? Or my asshole. And this is like, well, you drink out of a drinking glass every day or at a restaurant, you don't think twice about it. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. Right. So, you know, like, you're not exactly. It's just like, yeah. um, what do you think the inside of your body's made out of? It's not right. cement. <laughs> right. And the interesting thing is, this is like, if you take the glass toy and launch it down the street, of course, it's going to break. But if you just happen to just drop it, like, you know, then no. But not all glass toys are created equal. Some glass toys has a lot of stress fracture fractures in it. Or as you use it over time, they can have stress fractures. So you always want to kind of get glass that are kind of made in like two and three ply of glass or like what I was saying before, like the borsillic glass. Oh, have you ever heard of like Pyrex, like a little like Pyrex uh, type glass no, for like, me- like measuring? Uh, oh, okay. Like, yep. Yeah. Like okay. And like uh, stuff like that, like, yeah, like that type of glass, you won't have any issues with. Amazing. That is so amazing. And I really love the fact that uh, you've been so forthright and, and your uh, anal play uh, approval and, and men being okay to explore that without being considered gay. And, right. and Absolutely. yeah. And I really have been thinking so much about, you know, same sex visuals are mm-hmm. not necessarily an indication of you being a homosexual right. oriented or bi oriented. Right. And even if you were, it doesn't matter. But right. I think Agreed. that there's just such a panic mm-hmm. that uh, well, well, I don't want to watch that. It's like, mm-hmm. and yet you have 300 that you've pl- watched more than once. <laughs> Here's the thing. When guys <laughs> approach me and they say like, why would I want to watch guy on guy porn or anything like that? I don't like anything to do with men. Wait a minute. I, I look at them and I go, I, 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 and they look at me like I'm crazy. And I go, well, you watch heterosexual porn and you watching this woman, right? You know, you know, like gag on this guy's dick. Like, isn't that considered gay? Because you're like literally watching him get his dick sucked. And then mm-hmm. they're like, then they pause. And then it's just like, you like what you like. It is what it is. Like, just let everyone be themselves. And when you can do that, you won't have any problems. But I think what it is, is, is that everybody's just scared to be their authentic selves, you know, for fear, for fear of being judged. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that, sorry, I was like choking on my water. It's um, okay. Are you sure you were just choking on your water? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. If, <laughs> if only. <laughs> um, yeah. God, it's been so long since I choked like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's so important, I think, for for men to to feel free to explore. And it really never dawned on me until I spoke to you, which is why I'm like, I'm your biggest fan right now. It never really dawned on me how insecure men felt about disclosing their intimate fantasies. And I thought, oh, my God, what a burden. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, is that it takes guys like myself to really just open up just to say, look, guys, it's OK to own sex toys. It's OK to fantasize about this. It's OK to think this. You're not dirty. You're not weird. You know, all that stuff. And then eventually they'll come around like they'll come around. Well, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, because you know what? We're coming into the holiday season. 
Right. And the holiday season is when people either get engaged or they get divorced because it's like, I'm going to go through all of this family drama, but I'm not going to go through another year with you. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that, you know, you being so positive about people exploring and being safe and feeling and feeling secure in disclosing Mm -hmm. that, I think is that that was what's going to save marriages really absolutely absolutely i agree with you so yeah but again one of the things that can save marriages is is that folks just need to communicate right the more that they can communicate the better the situation is simply put even like i talk to singles when you're going out on a date now do i think on your first date you need to talk about sex and all that type stuff no but probably within the first three to four because if you think about it like this if in the first few dates you can say, well, where do you work? What do you see yourself in three years, five years? You see yourself with kids. A lot of those are kind of like invasive questions, right? But at least you want to get answers on it because you mm-hmm. want to see if that person is compatible, you know, like, you know, for you, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you guys have some type of compatibility there. Well, what make you think you shouldn't ask questions sexually too, right? Yeah. What's the What's the point of getting into a relationship and being in it six, three months, six months, a year plus, and then you realize this person is not sexually compatible with you? Oh, so yeah. I'm, so, I'm a, so I'm a firm believer of after the first few dates. Now, I tell penis owners, don't be creepy. Right. And don't, you know, like ask all these questions like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to sleep with you tonight. But it's what do you what do you like? What type of sex do you like? Are you just into men? Are you into women? You know, like, what is your sexual orientation? You know, like all of these various different things. How do you feel about sex toys? All of that stuff. I feel like you should put it out on the table. And if the person is just like, oh, hell no, I don't play with sex toys or or they should not be in the bedroom. If I see you bring one to the bedroom, I'm going to burn it or throw it out the window. Maybe that person's not for you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, if they can't take the honest answer, then they shouldn't ask the honest question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's how I see things is, is like, right, you know, like if you're going to ask questions about a person's finances, where do they see themselves, what type of work that they do and all that stuff, then you should be able to have a pretty grown up conversation about sex. And, you know, like, are you guys compatible? And then you can go from there. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or at least, you know, if you haven't done it, at least be mind, open-minded enough to go, yeah, maybe I will try that. Right. I'm, a tri- I'm a trisexual, right? <laughs> hey, I've, ex- I've actually used that before. People say, well, what's your sexual? Tell them I'm a trisexual. And they're like, try. what the hell is that? I'm willing to try anything once. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then and then do it again just to make sure. Make sure. Exactly. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Okay. Well, I don't want to take you any more of your time, but no, I think fine. that you, uh, I think that you've really oh, I'm I'm just so impressed with your message, uh your your business philosophies Thank and you. and also some of that lingerie some of that lingerie and, 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 you know, large enough sizes that it's going to fit me because I, I can tell you right now, I have never purchased anything from La Vie en Rose or that other, that other thing. Like they mm-hmm. only went up to, I think a D cup and I'm an F 
right? So it's like we, we got you covered down here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Listen, I can hardly wait to take a road trip because I know where I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna be like, <laughs> okay, they're gonna love looking at my carry-on. <laughs> Except I'm gonna have to like have the lube shipped because I am not going you sell lube, right? We sell everything. So yes, we sell flavored lubes, we sell vegan friendly lubes, we sell uh, silicone water-based hybrid loops, like you name it. <laughs> oh, amazing. Thicker, gift thicker ideas. Loops, thinner loops, eight oh. ounce bottles, 4.2 ounce bottles, <laughs> 3.4 ounce bottles, enough to be able to get you through T- TSA with no issues. Yes. Got it covered. Oh, amazing. Okay. I can hardly wait to come and visit you. <laughs> I need that story. I'm going to have to do like an Instagram live going, look at where I am at no last. Problem. <laughs> but yeah. But like I said before, anything you need, you can just send me a DM and I'll definitely, we can chat and we'll, and I'll make sure you're taking care of us. So it's not a problem. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's, this is Carl from Platinum Treasures, right? That's correct. Also known as the Toy Guy. Um, you can follow me on uh, Instagram under PT underscore treasures. So that's PT underscore T-R-E-A-S-U-R-E-S. If you're on Facebook, you can follow me under Toy Guy and search for the page. It's a personal page. You can send me a firm request and then ask me any questions in the inbox and I'll be more than willing to get back to you. Uh, website is in the process of being fully revamped and I'm looking to launch at the end of December or probably the first week of January. And the website address is www.pttreasures.com. So that's P-T-T-R-E-A-S-U-R-E-S. And um, the new website will be launching at the end of at the end of December, first week of January. So we'll have get giveaways and discounts and all that good stuff. But as of right now, anything that you need, you can DM me on Instagram, inbox me on Facebook, and I'll get you whatever you're looking for from lingerie, dildos, glass toys, lubes, you know, new room massages, bondage toys, you name it. We can, I can make it happen. Oh, and you're going to make somebody's new year happen. For sure. <laughs> Trust me, I've been in business 11 years and I think it's from my business. I think there's been about 10 or 15 ladies that said that they've had kids because of like some of the stuff that they purchased from me. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> what better endorsement? What better endorsement? And you know what? Yeah. Uh, and I love the fact that you call yourself an orgasm activist. Appreciate and it. I, I think I thought it was like, oh, I, 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 if I, I'm going to use it a lot. I'm just telling you right now. Cause That's I'm fine. just like, I'm going to credit you though. It's just like, cool. not my, it's not me. Cause I don't want to do like the, Oh, that me too thing. And then just go, Oh, and then that bitch in Toronto took my <laughs> orgasm activist. Are you kidding me? No, you're good. You're fine. <laughs> I think that that's brilliant. I really do. Okay. Anyway, I'm, I've chewed your ear off long enough and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll I want to chat again. I would love to do a regular gig, honestly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's do it. And then also too, I, I would love to do one as soon as the website launch and then we can talk and while sure. you're scrolling through, you can check some things out. You can ask me about some products and go from there. I would but love yeah. that. But yeah, I but I'll tell you, I'll tell you a few more of my AKAs and then I'll, and then we can end it there. So I'm known as the toy guy, AKA orgasm activist, AKA LL cool toy, AKA, uh, they call me Lance good thrust. Um, 
aka Mr. Dick Jab Her. That's a play on Mick Jagger. So I go by the name of Dick Jab Her. So yeah, I have a I have a I have a ton of monikers. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And and definitely follow follow you on Instagram. I love cool. it. Thank you so yep, much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Okay. We'll talk again soon. All right then. Take care. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Love, Sauce, and Grass. If you have a story to share or a knowledge you want to pass on, please get in touch. I can be found on Instagram, Love, Sauce, and Grass, or laurahamilton.cancan. For one-on-one bookings, please visit my website, womensexandcannabis.com. The products mentioned in this podcast are opinions only and not paid for advertising. This is not meant to be a substitute for medical advice, please consult a medical practitioner before starting any product.